Do you want to know the difference between Botox and dermal fillers? Do you want to know the difference between thread lifts and facelifts? Do you want to know the reasons some people choose to improve their appearance with aesthetic medicine? What makes our patients and our doctors tick? Hello, and welcome to Aesthetic Medicine Uncovered. My name is Simon Ravichandran, and in this series of podcasts, we will be talking about what aesthetic medicine actually is, the procedures that we offer, what we do, and why we do it. I hope you'll find it interesting, and I hope it answers some questions you may have. This podcast is produced by the Clinetics Group, Scotland's leading multi-award-winning aesthetic medical clinics. Welcome to Aesthetic Medicine Uncovered with Clinetics. I'm Dr. Simon Ravichandran. And I'm Dr. Emma Ravichandran. Today we're going to be talking about something that worries a lot of our patients, and it's the fear of looking fake. Yeah, we have a lot of patients who come into the clinic on a daily basis who are feeling a wee bit tired, a little bit aged, a little bit run down. They're looking for solutions that will make them look a little bit fresher, a little bit more rejuvenated. But it definitely comes up all the time that whatever they do, they very often say, I don't want to look treated and I don't want to look fake. That's right. And the the, the thing is people let's talk about what they do want they want to look rejuvenated they want to be able to look in the mirror and feel more comfortable and confident with their appearance and they know that non-surgical is an option toxins fillers peels they they know that clinetics and other clinics like ours we specialize in making uh, people look better make them making them look the way they they feel and the way they want to look but they see so many people out on the streets, television, maybe friends, relatives, who've had quote-unquote work done. And it's obvious. They they have the, the big lips, the big cheeks, and they wear them with pride, but it's not really what what our patients want. And that's, that's quite a different market or a different demographic, isn't it, Emma? Yeah. I mean, we've both been practicing aesthetic medicine out with, our previous careers in um, ENT and in dentistry for about 15 years. And it is amazing the progress that we have made in aesthetic medicine. It's fabulous the things that we can do to naturally rejuvenate a face, to reposition tissues back to how they were, therefore giving that patient that really rejuvenated look. But Absolutely. Whenever a treatment is either done inappropriately or overdone, you can tip that balance. So you can go from looking rejuvenated and fresh to looking fake and looking treated. And definitely, you know, we only have to go out and go to the supermarket or go to the airport and we're going to bump into somebody who's tipped that balance, gone over the other way and have created this treated appearance which I think a lot of people are fearful from so what do you think causes that fake look Simon well, in your opinion your professional it's, opinion it's it's the wrong treatment the wrong product the wrong place you know the the, the wrong person um 
the, the face, the features, the, the volume, it all has proportion and balance and, and harmony. And the, the, the classical artists, the Renaissance artists knew this. There are, there are proportions that things should, should meet. A lip should be a certain width, more or less, certain height. There should be a ratio of the upper lip to the lower lip. The position of the cheeks and the chin and the jawline and the lips and the eyes, they all tie into one another. Now, what's happened traditionally is I think we've had one product, one filler. You know, there's, there's one syringe. Um, and we could inject in lines or we could inject it in lips. So people were getting their lips done. We'll remember this from years and years ago, 20 years ago, when the Hollywood stars started to get collagen implants in their lips and they were looking bigger and bigger and bigger because that's all we could do with that filler. So people would take their one syringe of filler, put it in the lip, it would look better. So they'd go and get another one because you kind of get that idea that you have one, it's better, have two, it's more better, it's more better, keep going, keep going. But it really doesn't take long before it looks artificial. It's, it's over-projected. And the minute you go past these natural harmonious proportions and the natural balance, it looks really, really bad. It looks like it, it doesn't belong on a face. Now, Here's what happens. There's still a lot of that going on. We've progressed. We have much better products, much better techniques. We've got a much greater understanding of the anatomy of the face and the harmony and balance. So we can do so much better. And we believe at Clinetics that we do do so much better. But the work that we do and that other clinics like us do, you don't see. Because... It looks normal. It looks natural. You just see people who look great. The only work that you recognize is the work that's done badly. So it kind of equates that if someone's had work done, it's done badly because you don't know who's had the work done. So this is why we've got to you know, open up the conversation a bit more, talk a little bit more amongst our peers and our colleagues and our friends about having the treatment to help destigmatize it a little bit so we can use this techniques to help more people. Mm-hmm. So, basically, whenever we see dermal filler, the likelihood is that either the person has had the wrong filler in the wrong place, or potentially too much of a filler within an area as well that's created this artificial look. However, if the right filler is placed in the right plane or in the right tissue plane, it's invisible. The patient doesn't look treated. They just look like they've got a really fresh, youthful look to their face. And I think that that's why patients have got confidence in us. And I completely agree with you, you know, about that idea of spreading the good news, you know, opening up, telling your friends, telling your family that you have these treatments, because that's the only way that you're going to get good recommendations to go to good clinics. And good clinics will take their time with you, have a consultation, a consultation that will last at least 30 minutes, in which time they're going to listen to what you want as a patient and then assess your face and discuss with you the treatments that can be done in order to um, meet with your expectations or exceed your expectations and then you can work with that practitioner to develop a, an individualized bespoke treatment plan that's going to give you those natural outcomes that we achieve in clinetics. And that means addressing things with more than just that syringe of dermal filler, right? 
if someone's in their well, well, whatever age, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, you know, a syringe of filler is never the answer. Ten syringes of filler is never the answer. It's part of the answer. The, the dermal fillers are implants. They're there to replace lost volume. So we can replace the volume, but if you keep pushing more and more volume in, then it starts to look artificial, the fake look. You've got to put in the right amount of volume to replace the volume that's been lost that is appropriate for any given patient. And then you've got to start thinking about the other structures, the skin and the muscles. And you treat these in different ways with different treatment modalities, different drugs, different techniques. So the, the true consultation, the best consultation you'll have will be the one where the, the, the practitioner, the medical practitioner will say, well, you know, you might need a bit of filler, but hey, you're also going to need a bit of toxin, a bit of Botox to relax some lines and wrinkles. You're also going to need a bit of skin care. And, you know, there's four or five options for that. And maybe some, some vitamins or some dietary advice. There's a lot that, that we can do. And it all ties in together to create that holistic treatment plan. So we rejuvenate every part of the aging process, someone's face, to give a very natural outcome. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. And the development of non-surgical, non-invasive um, energy-based treatments is fabulous as well. And, you know, always remember that the aging process is multifactorial and it does require this multimodal approach in order to get the most natural um, outcomes as well. There is no, like, silver bullet. There is no one treatment that is going to fix everything. Once you understand the, the process of aging, then you will understand that you need this multiple um, approach to treatment in order to get the, the desired natural outcome that you will get. Simon, what about the concept of patients worrying about feeling fake whenever they have a treatment? So if, if we can avoid looking fake by assessing a patient and delivering the right treatments on the right layers in the right quantity to get that natural look. What about patients who are worried that they don't feel confident enough to accept a compliment, maybe because they feel that they've cheated nature by having an intervention? Yeah. Well, you know, we get some patients who, who really sing about it. Um, we've, you know, oh, you look great. Oh, I've been to clinics. That's why I look great. But then there's some, I th they just don't want to, they either don't want to have dermal filler, don't want to have botulinum toxin injections, or don't want to admit that they've had it, and they feel uncomfortable with it. So we've got this cohort of patients who want uh, a slightly different approach to aesthetic rejuvenation. And, you know, these are sort of patients that we start doing, or I certainly start doing things like PRP and, and skin needling to rejuvenate the skin, rejuvenate mm -hmm. the other tissues, start addressing stem cells, start you know, uh, enhancing the health in a slightly different way without having to inject botulinum toxin, which some patients yeah. are anxious about. That's an option, but equally, you know, I love the the new generation of patients that we're seeing, the millennials who are completely embracing aesthetic medicine as part of well-being and part of self-maintenance and part of looking and feeling the best that they are and that's a message that i really want to get out to my older patients because there are lots of interventions that we can do that are minimally invasive with really good high quality products that give natural results that can really boost somebody's confidence and self-esteem and if that is there and that patient is open to trying these treatments then that's something that i think that you know, we should embrace and we should tell the patients about the benefits 
of having these treatments. We should well. talk about it. We should explore it more. Um, and, and I would love to see other pa- patients talking to their friends about the treatments that they have as well. I think the, the, the thing we need to be worried about, particularly with the younger patients, the Gen Zs and the younger millennials, not the more mature millennials, is that you, know, you shouldn't just have a treatment because everyone else is having the treatment. You should have the treatment because having it is going to improve your quality of life, your self-esteem, your confidence. Um, and we've got to really focus on this avoidance of looking fake. And the way to avoid looking fake is to go to a clinician, go to a clinic, who have a considerable amount of experience in treating patients in a holistic manner and getting natural-looking outcomes. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree. So, again, the avoidance of that fake look is by doing your research, choosing your practitioner, having a long consultation, having time to research the, the treatment and the products that you're, you're investing in and, um, yeah, to listen to friends and family who have had treatments at that clinic as well. Is that us? Well, I hope you uh, I hope you found that interesting. I hope you found it useful. If you would like to ask us any questions, you can get in touch. Uh, please email us, info at clinetics.co.uk and you can look up our website, www.clinetics.co.uk. This podcast is produced by the Clinetics Group, Scotland's leading multi-award winning aesthetic medical clinics.